0: Hey there everybody it's tracy here with the lincoln law pod podcast dedicated to the lincoln lawyer series on netflix and i'm here with pete tonight jay is still recovering from a storm no electricity so that's not going to work out too well so we hope he sees the light again soon there jay all right pete let's get into episode six all right yes episode six It's titled Bent. It's written by Gladys Rodriguez and directed by David Grossman. Bent, yes, the title. We uncover and talk. There's a lot of corruption discovered in this episode. Interestingly, there's very little, if any, in the courtroom. It's just more information we get about the cases, about our characters, and so forth. So, you know, it's interesting, Pete, how sometimes you talk about the flow of a season I mean, you can't predict how every episode would go, but this is sort of the mid time, you know, so we're getting before the trial. So we've got this space between jury selection and the trial. And so it is a good time to check in on other things and do other topics, because obviously the trial, the big Elliot trial is going to take up a lot of
1: the way I would time. explain this episode mm-hmm. when I was watching it, because I rewatched it recently for the podcast was it had a lot of layers to it.
0: Mhm. Mm-hmm,
1: okay. It, it wasn't a lot of storyline progression, but I felt like there was more layers, and layers normally lead to character build.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: I feel like the people, you know, there was about four characters I feel like that got spotlighted a little bit more in this episode than others, and mm-hmm. I feel like those might be the catalyst for the rest of the season for us because now we're mm-hmm. on to episode seven after this. Mm-hmm. And which is, I mean, what what episode do they do the actual trial? Mm-hmm. And how long is the trial? right does it start in episode seven and go eight nine and Mm ten or like most seasons of of these kind of shows episode nine is normally the trial with the verdict and then episode 10 is the fallout so that's what i'm banking on okay so i think the next two episodes are going to be jam-packed with a lot plus we'll recap what we learned from this episode and Mm -hmm. i think there's um more story to tell and we're going to get it next episode so let's just discuss the layers and peel on this one
0: Okay. Okay. Well, one thing I particularly liked about this episode this has this episode has flashback, so we get to take a look at Mickey Holler Senior, Mickey's dad, uh, in the courtroom, and that's kind of that's kind of cool. It's almost like a different filter on the camera or whatever. You know, it's back in the '80s, and uh, and it Mickey's- was
1: the most interesting part of the episode was listening to his dad talk because we never got nothing really about that. So I'm like this is origin stuff, pay attention, let's go,
0: there you go, because Mickey has brought up several times, you know, my my father liked this kind of music, or my father did this, and now we get to hear dialogue straight from his father, exactly, so his his father is um, doing a case, he's just finished giving closing arguments, and Someone has been accused, I guess, of like a drive-by shooting or something like that. He really believes his client is innocent. He just says that he's been framed. He's telling Mickey about this. And so he said, This is really important. You know, he defends a lot of clients, but this is a different kind of situation where you know he really believes you know he's innocent and it there's a lot of importance around it. So they're waiting on the verdict. But yeah, Mickey's there with his mom, and we had learned earlier in the season that. He would spend the summers with his dad, but at this point, his mom's there. I think she has an audition, but I don't know if he's going to stay for a while and then go back. But his mom is there and his dad, but you can tell that the parents aren't, you know, really a couple anymore. It seems at this point. But we also get introduced to Mickey Holler Senior's sort of right-hand guy, Legal Siegel, and book readers will recognize that name when Mickey Senior walks away to talk to the client for a little bit. Legal Siegel gives our mickey little mickey a really cool thing it's a, a drawing a courtroom drawing of his dad in the courtroom and uh, do you remember those growing up pete like on the news like know.
1: yeah the the caricatures like yeah the, 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 the legal up. ones because they couldn't take pictures and yeah, stuff they didn't, have, yeah. they didn't have live feeds and
0: right so that, was, that was, it was like a for do. the news yeah and i remember that yeah a whole lot more when i was was growing up yeah so it was kind of a good throwback some good nostalgia because that's, that's more of what I saw growing up than before cameras. No, yeah, it was definitely,
1: there. if you watch some shows from the 1900s, <laughs> <laughs> you will was, see courtroom representation and a lot, everyone has a little person who's typing and next yeah. to them is a, a artist who's drawing the pictures.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's fun to, to go back in uh, time a little bit and, and meet Mickey Sr., so then I think the next scene we see Mickey talking to Legal Siegel, who is still around. Mickey's father has passed, but Legal Siegel is still around and they're having breakfast. And Mickey's telling him that there seems like there was a bribe that's been paid related to the case. And they don't know yet if it's the judge or a juror, or what, what it could be. But he's basically sitting down trying to get some advice from his dad's friend. We also spend some time this episode when Mickey goes over to Maggie's house and visits with Haley. She's still kind of getting over the whole seeing that guy die on the gurney. That's, you know, pretty traumatic. I don't know that she's been back to school yet. And she's kind of fun. She's playing one of Trevor Elliott's games. So that's interesting. What do you think of that, Pete?
1: I thought he was going to see the game and it was going to help him figure something out, but that didn't happen.
0: Oh, that would have been cool. Like, I
1: thought it was going to be like, she found like hers, like, cause that, that happens sometimes. So like when I saw that she was, she was playing the game, I'm like, Oh, cool. Let me pay extra attention here because maybe he's mm. going to see something yeah. that's going to be like, okay, I know, but it did not nothing. It was just um a scene of his daughter playing a video game.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it definitely brought out conversation about, you know trevor elliott as a client
1: oh well yeah
0: yeah but yeah that would have been that would have been a cool tidbit too she's still struggling with what her dad does being a defense lawyer and and she wants to know what you know where do you draw the line with someone you wouldn't defend and he talks about not defending someone who's accused of of hurting children so but she's obviously having this internal struggle um, about about his career you know versus her mom's putting bad people away
1: well whats well, let, let's um i'm gonna skip ahead a little bit real yeah. quick just because mm-hmm. it has to do with the situation um later on in the episode when his father's talking to him right
2: mm-hmm.
1: and he says you know if you represent a bad guy who you know did it mm-hmm. and you can't get him off it's okay mm-hmm. because you know he did he's guilty you can yeah. live with that but mm-hmm. if you represent an innocent person and you can't save them and they go to jail because you couldn't save mm-hmm. them and you know they're innocent that's the kind of stuff he couldn't live with right So Mickey Mm -hmm. has a kid is listening to this now. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's all being reflective. And then similar to this conversation, I feel with his daughter, she's absorbing whatever he's saying, like he absorbed what his father was saying. And Mm -hmm. who knows if down the road she's not going to be like this is she's not going to have her own flashbacks of this.
0: Right, right.
1: That's what I thought. Like I said, layers, layers.
0: Definitely. And when he talks to her, uh, I think it comes up about, you know, Jesus Menendez, that he does have a client. That he believes is, you know, innocent and yeah. you know, in prison and that that's really important to him. And that comes up later in the episode. And that's why
1: you find that why it's so important to him when yeah. he has that conversation with his father. So I didn't want to skip ahead, but I felt like yeah. it was important no, to brush no, on it now. It's,
0: no, it's OK. I mean, it's in the we're, realm. We're, we're, you know, we're talking about this episode titled "Bent," and, and there is corruption. All this is leading up to Mickey figuring out that the bribe is, uh, yes. is for a juror. So towards the end of the episode, when he's hanging out with Haley and they're going to go for pancakes and then they shift gears and they go sit by the fountains and they're talking. She talks about, again, why, you know, if you care about, cause he's talking about the underdog and yes. um, explaining that. And, and if she's like, if you care so much about this Jesus Menendez person and the underdog and people who are innocent, why are you spending so much time on the Trevor Elliott case and This high profile case, this, you know, this rich guy, you know, who probably did it, she thinks. And he's like, well, that, you know, we're going to trial on Monday. And, and she pauses and she's like, but why would he want to go so quickly, you know, to trial if there's a possibility that he could go to prison? Wouldn't you want to put that off as long as possible? And she said, I would, you know.
1: Which triggers his brain to start thinking, which I thought was going to happen with the video game, but it just happened to happen later.
0: Yeah. Yeah exactly and so that's what brings him at the end of the episode to to trevor's house it's it, it hit him you want to go to trial right now no continuance no changes because there's been a juror that's been bribed isn't there and he agrees that you know jerry set it up he doesn't know anything about it but yes well that's where you know mickey's going to draw the line he's like i'm, I'm gonna to have to pass on the case then and trevor's like well i wouldn't do that if i were you because he gives this dialogue about um, his roommate in college, Pavel Kosevich, and his father, Sergei Kosevich, is basically like Russian mafia. And he's the one he says that invested in his company. And, that, and that's been his story all along, is that he his company is um, the
1: investors, yeah. Yeah, the
0: investors that he's they're getting ready to, to be purchased, and then the investors get their money back. So you know, he wants his image to look good, he just wants that to go through smoothly. But then, you know, like with what Haley said, and Mickey puts more together and he's like. No, that's, that's still not more important than possibly going to prison for but life. Here's you know? what I thought
1: also. If you're not
0: ready. Mm-hmm.
1: But here's what I thought also. Is the bribed Jorah now going to be what Mickey thinks was Jerry's magic bullet? Because if you have a Jorah on the tape, yeah, you yeah. know you're not losing. So that could be your your foolproof right. plan, your magic bullet. So right. is that indeed the magic bullet? What were you revealed to it? Right. Or is yeah. magic bullet something else? Because I think that seems like a pretty good magic bullet to me if you have a yeah.
0: Jorah. Yeah. We, oh, you need
1: one. So let's it's, see how that plays out next episode.
0: Yeah. Basically, Trevor's like the investors are this Kosevich family and they are dangerous and you're part of it now. And so you're a target. Your family's a target. And that obviously scares Mickey that, you know, that means something to him. And so now he's got to figure out how he can go on with this case because he's, you know, he's basically between a rock and a hard place. You know, he's got to take care of his family. He doesn't believe in what they're doing. He doesn't condone it. But, but even still, he's telling Mickey all this stuff you know, if this is dangerous, you're in danger. Your family could be in danger. You can't quit. He still wants to remind Mickey that he's innocent. And he wants Mickey to believe that he's innocent. And Mickey says he doesn't believe that he, he doesn't believe Trevor murdered Laura or Jan, but he's definitely upset with this mess that they're in with the bribe juror and everything. So yeah, he's like, okay, I, I don't think you killed them, but this is not good. You know, what we've got going here and what you've set up and what you allowed jerry to do and he's very just disgusted with the whole situation so we get another flashback at the end of the episode when he's driving away and he's thinking again about the pro bono trial we didn't mention that that was pro bono also him helping this guy who um oh yeah to be innocent yeah yeah and he's thinking about that and and he they go through the discussion that you brought up earlier about how this is even harder for the case for Senior because this one there's really a lot of possibly an innocent person on the line so that's where we end uh, just in frustration and worry for mickey but in between there he does you know we bring up a couple of times the jesus menendez case and he does drive out there with izzy and visit jesus menendez and again this is the client who was convicted of murdering a prostitute and is in prison for 15 years mickey had a star witness turns out that was glory days um, there you go it's all coming to place yeah so she was supposed to testify in support of jesus's innocence and for some reason she f- like fled the scene she's gone and she did not come and testify so he that was like his magic bullet, even though you know it's like legit yeah. and so without that all he could, the best he could do was was do a plea deal and get him 15 years instead of longer but and that is what he's struggling with jesus is not really happy to see him he's like you did what happened to helping me prove my innocence and all this and he says he's been reading uh, law books in prison and he's like this i don't seem to have a chance you know he's just very obviously very discouraged but mickey wants to keep fighting he tells him he wants to keep fighting wants to find this witness and wants to have a habeas hearing to basically relook at you know look at his conviction again that there's you know different evidence and get that witness and back in the car after the visit Izzy can tell it you know seems like he's discouraged it didn't go so well and he actually makes another reveal that the situation with jesus is what led him into his mess with drugs that he just couldn't he just couldn't live with the fact that this guy innocent guy was in prison and he couldn't do anything about it as much as he had tried and it was just a struggle. And that's what really turned him to the drug addiction. So there's, you know, there's several different reveals in this episode. We find out for sure that, you know, there's a bribe juror. Uh, we find out his reason for, uh, you know, the real reason he got hooked on the drugs. And there's a, a few other things that come up as well. We, um, there's a fundraiser for Maggie's boss, and she's running for district attorney. And we talked about last week how this is just what's present on her mind right now. Her boss, Janelle Simmons, she wants not giving Maggie enough time to really pursue the Angelo Soto case properly. And you know, you and I talked about how we feel like it's kind of you know political reasons. Uh, but that, that also got that.
1: Mickey a new client.
0: I did get Mickey a new client in this episode. Yes, yeah, that's right. That's right. We will talk about that too. So at the fundraiser, there's some a relational type. Or guy jab two guys or whatever. Yeah, great. I
1: didn't like that scene. I felt like I was like, oh, this Urgh. part. I, I can never remember his name. The prosecutor. What's Jeff. his name, Jeff. Donald? I thought Jeff? it was Donald. <laughs> <laughs> it is like a Donald. I don't know. Like um, Jeff, yes. I'm going to go with Jeff. So, yeah, Jeff basically just is socially awkward at all levels and just totally, I mean, I don't even think he appeared to be rude in the scene. You don't? But he came off as really rude because okay. that's what I saw. So... Mm-hmm
0: well and, and just in case anyone's not following what we're talking about it's, it's the comment that Golance makes to mickey that maggie is up there introducing her boss it's a fundraiser for her boss and she's doing an introduction to her boss who's going to get up and you know give a speech for everyone there and she pushes her hair like behind her ear or something and jeff or donald points out to uh <laughs> mickey <laughs> That she does that when she's nervous, right? He's like, you know, it's like he's saying, I, I know her pretty well. And I know you know her well. So, yeah, don't you agree? And then, yeah, either he agrees that was inappropriate or he was trying to do it all along. But, he, you know, he gets out of there.
1: I, I don't know if he, I, I mean, listen. Yeah, somewhat of his, you know, if he was a little under the influence, maybe he was a little looser and came up mm-hmm. with that comment to be a little bit of a jerk. Okay. But he instantly pulled the brakes and walked away, caught himself. Yeah. So, you know, things like that happen. Mm-hmm. People are socially awkward. He, he he took his, you know, he took his ball and ran with it, went home.
0: Right. So
1: he didn't sit there and dick. So mm-hmm. I'll understand it and I'll allow it.
0: You'll uh, allow <laughs> it. That's an interesting take because I just assumed right out of the gate that it was on purpose, that he was trying to sort of jab or needle Mickey. Um... But
1: look at his face. I thought, too, I saw yeah, so too, uh-huh. until he did that, sh- like, oh, sh- snap okay. face, like, uh-huh. OK, I got to go. Um. Have a good weekend and good luck. I'll see you Monday morning. Big day. Yeah. Like,
0: you know. Yeah. No, that's cool. It could, it could go either way, because I even thought of that part as kind of like, here, I dropped this on you and made you uncomfortable. And now I'm out of here. See ya. What Bye.
1: I thought was really interesting was later on when Mickey brings it up. Maggie. Yeah. Maggie just kind of says, like, we're just two colleagues having drinks. It was no big deal. It seemed um, like a lot bigger of a deal to Donald or Jeff or whatever his real name is. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Jeff. Yeah. Jeff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It seemed like a bigger deal to him, him and Maggie than it, it seemed like to Maggie.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
1: So now, now the question remains, because I kind of don't like Maggie a little bit from last episode. <laughs> is, is Maggie really in a more serious relationship and just kind of, you know, I, cause she kind of needs a favor from Mickey right now with the, um, with the Soto, with the Soto case. Mm-hmm. So please don't tell me she's doing one of those things where she's just downplaying it. So he doesn't get mad at her. So he helps her out and then finds out later. And because that kind of stuff really irks my melon, Mm -hmm. no matter who, no matter who, if it's the girl or the guy, no matter who does it, I get angry because just be real. So I hope she's being real. And I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt. But if she's not being real, you will hear about this next episode or episode eight. Mm -hmm. Whenever she unveils herself to not be real Mm -hmm. here in this circumstance. um, Yeah. I, I have a, a grievance if that happens.
0: A grievance. There you go. But I will say to Maggie, your concern about whether she's just kind of manipulating the situation. I will say she's been consistent all along because remember when go Lance comes into her office early on in the season to ask about Mickey, what to expect, you know, and, and she tells him and she's like, why do you seem nervous or whatever? And he's like, Oh, I just, didn't you know, it'd be awkward. And, you know, she's like, it was, you know, we just had a couple of drinks. So she talked about it that way. Then. And then she's saying that again, basically with Mickey. So I, I'll give her points for that. At least she's being consistent. I
1: was just saying I give her the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. She has three episodes or whatever, four episodes left to prove me wrong. Yeah. But right now, it seems like, based on the way that the season's going, um, prediction is that her and Mickey will have some kind of reconciliation at the end of the season together on a mm-hmm. good note. But it's not confirmed yet.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Prediction. Uh, well, a couple other things. happened with that fundraiser too mickey has agreed to come he was interested in like seeing what was going on they got lorna to come cisco was not interested in that kind of scene which doesn't surprise me (laughs) so but one thing that mickey asked for uh he he asked tony walsh to come to that fundraiser and you know which was a fancy event obviously you know and he paid for him to come well he brings a report to mickey uh with some lab results, some type of analysis. And if you remember, Tony Walsh had a case where the the lab was just not even really running real tests and um, his case got dropped. So Mickey has used him to get some lab information that he's probably going to use with the whole gunpowder thing using his case. He he, he sought out that information from Tony. So Tony gave him that at the fundraiser. Um, So he picks up that intel. And then also he and Maggie, Mickey and Maggie talk about the Tanya Cruz situation, because remember Maggie gave Tanya Mickey's card saying that she should have representation. She's going to participate as a a witness against Soto. And indeed, he, she does meet with Mickey in this episode. And they're just talking about elements of the agreement. Like, what is she going to get? How is she going to be protected? And Mickey's asking for more protection than Maggie's office has offered but he's insistent and so that that goes on but she
1: knew bit. that was gonna happen because
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah. she gave him the card and she gave her the card and, and put him put her on to mickey knowing that yeah. mickey was gonna fight for the fairness of the situation knowing that he sure. didn't like the situation to begin with
0: sure yeah
1: so yeah. you know that's why uh, you know maggie did gain some points with that too because she could have given it to any lawyer
0: mm-hmm. yeah
1: that would have yeah. played ball and just said listen this is what the offering you got to do it at the end yeah. mickey's like you don't have like he didn't tell her but he went to maggie and was like you guys are, are telling her the wrong information. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to blow up your spot, but if you're going to tell the wrong information, then I'm going to, I'm going to ask for more. I felt that was yeah. like a trade-off because right. if they would have said no, he can go back to her and be like, don't testify.
0: Right. Yeah. No, he's definitely, yeah. He's representing her. He's trying to protect her interests. So yeah, he definitely, the, the big issue there is like relocating her for more than just a trial. Like, okay. And she I agree. Over, She could be a target. So you have to give her like at least a year. Yeah. Yeah. At least. Mm-hmm. So
1: um well also then, go
0: ahead.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say the um the thing with Tony Walsh, I felt like you know, he with the he's he's um in this episode Mickey's reaching for anything because we got that scene yeah. where he has the board open and he's in his office right, and he right. writes down tunnel vision and starts tunnel. breaking down tunnel vision of what they didn't see and what and how they're gonna flip the case. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's where Tony Walsh comes into the into the realm of it right. later on in the episode. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's anything- grasping for anything.
0: Yeah, because yeah, their case is that the police came in, saw this one target, and are going with this one target, not considering other options like yes. other people who have a motive like maybe Anton Chavar and with this lab stuff, maybe they weren't thorough And,
1: and then he, he thought maybe they had tunnel results. vision Yeah, exactly. as the lawyer Yeah, and not not saying maybe it was somebody else because mm-hmm. maybe the person had more enemies Right, right So they started looking into, um, what was the, the lady's name uh, Was that the yoga lady?
0: Oh, Carol, or, no. Carol DuBois and, Haar, and then about um,
1: Nina. Chibar. And then they also looked into Trevor Elliott's wife to see if she had any other enemies on the other mm-hmm. side, right?
0: Um, I think was so. Was well, that? They, well, he, they did talk to Sonia Patel in yes. this episode. Yeah, her, her co-worker.
1: To her see if maybe coworker. she was angry and maybe yeah. she did something or not necessarily her, but maybe she knows something like, oh, nobody knows about this or nobody because they didn't even talk to her yet.
0: Well, and the big message from Sonia Patel was that everybody loved Laura, because that was one of the questions Mickey asked. Could someone have been, you know, angry with her or had to, you know, have something against her? And she flat out said, no, everybody loved her. But
1: then you listen to Trevor, who says Mm -hmm. that she's been trying to get a job there forever, but then she's telling Mickey that she was going to be offered a job, possibly. That's why they Mm -hmm. reached out to her.
0: Yeah. She wonders if that's why Laura had asked her to lunch. Yeah.
1: So I'm getting two different stories here. So somebody's lying.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But yes, you're right. Mickey and, and his crew, they're investigating all different possibilities. Could it have been someone against Laura? That's why, he's, you know, part of the reason he's talking to Sonia Patel. Could it have been about Jan Reels, the yoga yeah. instructor? Yeah, the, they're they're looking that, like you said, tunnel vision. Why did the police just, you know, you can't just look at one target and go with that and not explore other possibilities. So, yeah, that's their big defense at this point.
1: And personally, I felt like they were going to name, they should have named the episode tunnel vision possibly. Because that would have been yeah. a good name for the episode based on what we've mm-hmm. seen and what they brought up like it was a good base point I felt like because yeah. now you the whole episode you're thinking where they're going to go next because if you're like me you want to guess it before it happens
0: right right yeah.
1: so that's the that's the, half the fun of watching these these series um, right. especially from Michael Connelly um, yeah. they're exciting to, to try to guess along and, and be right
0: right we also at that just back at that fundraiser Lorna and Maggie have a talk Um not really about, I mean, I don't want to say not a lot of substance, but basically they encounter each other and so they have to talk. It's a little awkward, you know. And Lorna asks Maggie about how Haley's doing, you know, because she saw that traumatic incident when the witness died. And so there's a little chit chat back and forth. It's awkward. And then Lorna goes to leave and Maggie tells her, you know, that she likes her shoes, uh, comments something nice about her shoes, you know, so you can tell that there's, there's like some it's it's like i said it's awkward it's uncomfortable but they don't hate each other you know it's there you can tell that and they both care a lot about Haley. but it's just it's kind of like mickey makes it all work with all these odd relationships ex-wives and stuff like it seems so easy for him and so natural with him and lorna and then well what
1: does he say on the phone wife number one and he's like you got to take that yeah (laughs) the guy says you got to take that to him i'm like what
0: yeah that's right that's in this episode so yeah, it's just interesting to see the different perspectives. How Mickey's just like it works, you know. This is unconventional, but it works. But then when you get to some of the other people involved, you know, these two women, the two ex-wives, um, yeah, it's a little, a little different, it's more awkward. But uh, I'm glad that they don't like overtly hate each other or anything. You know, they they definitely seem supportive of Haley and supportive of Mickey, and that's you know that's obviously really important. So yeah i mean there's a few other little things that happen you know in the episode but it, it's all you know mainly to get to that point of juror number seven he's the one the one that um that trevor just well that's the have. big
1: reveal this episode yeah, that's i feel the big
0: reveal for sure yeah he had to have number seven and not number 10 and now and now we know why that juror was bribed so yeah it um about it so what do you have? Some, you have some questions for me that we haven't
1: talked about. I think I asked a lot of questions this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I would just say, after all these layers for you, what do you think is your boldest for like what do you think is going to happen like in episode seven? Like, what do you think is going to be the main focus of episode seven? I guess the best going into this with all these layers, you have the the guy who was, um, what's his name, Jesus Jesus
0: Menendez.
1: Mm-hmm. That was, you know, you got him, you know, you got uh, the Soto case now you have these new guys, you know, you have the old guys, you have Cisco with his, his thing with the, with the bikers. Right. What do you think is going to be like, you know, the biggest, the biggest episode seven reveal? Hmm.
0: Uh, well, you know, it's hard to think back about how you feel. Haven't seen the episodes, having read the books, I'm trying to put my head back, <laughs> back in that space, but I, I feel like the trial is imminent just because of the timeline that they're talking about. So I feel like that will be, you know, the big thing in the next episode. I think they will go ahead and get started. And I just, you know, at this point, I guess I was fearing about the these, these Russians, Russian mafia people, because it's, you know, are we going to get images of someone, you know, breathing down Mickey's neck? I mean, obviously people, he's assuming now that those are the people that are spying on him. Well, yeah, I was again, about to say his car's yeah. bugged. Yeah, his car's bugged. So people gonna, are following him. Yeah. Is that intensity going to increase, you know, now that Trevor has told him this? Um, is it going to amp up even further? Yeah. How is how is this going to yeah. play
1: out? I I mean, very similar um, for my answer. However, I felt when this all after this episode, <clears throat> when I watched the first time around. Believe it or not, the biggest thing I was interested in was this Jesus guy, because it just seemed like it was going to be important and be his mm-hmm. feel good story of the season. Mm-hmm. I definitely think he's going to glory days, going to show up and he's going to get some sort of, mm-hmm.
0: you know, what I'm saying he's going to get him out. Right, right.
1: So I know that's coming. Um, and the way because we have so many things going on, we might get that next episode. His whole big story, maybe a little bit background or at least glory days in court. Maybe the end of the episode, he gets out something. I feel like that might be a little bit of the storyline progression because we're still earlier. We're still only midseason. We're not at the end here yet. Yeah, so the, yeah. the big moments are and we still have a trial to go. I'm going to say, yeah, um, let's get Jesus out if we can. Yeah.
0: Well, it'll also be a good time to shift over back to the Angelo Soto case because they talked to Tanya this episode. But we didn't, we didn't move forward, you know, with that really much just except agreeing about how to protect her as a witness so
1: and that's another thing yeah yeah
0: so it could shift over to have some big focus on that case instead of maybe maybe and this
1: guy know. doesn't seem like a nice guy either Soto so
0: oh absolutely not we got no. some
1: really bad guys out there right now
0: yeah yeah for sure all right I got a question for you it's kind of a silly question but it did kind of bug me you know that Haley and Mickey were going to go out for pancakes and we know from playing our game earlier that I do like pancakes so (laughs) they 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 shifted he turned around and went downtown to the um to sit outside the fountains and all the different buildings you know with the the police the the LAPD building and city hall and the district attorney's office and all the different buildings at the fountains there and that's where he has that eye-opening talk with Haley about you know why does he want to start the trial so much if, if he could end up in prison you know and then he's like I think it's time to get you home or something like that did she ever get her pancakes I'm like dude that's like so unfair
1: um okay so I had a totally <laughs> different take on that than you did I, I agree okay. she hopefully okay so for the sake of argument let's just say that on the way home they stopped and got pancakes okay okay yeah. just just to, to you know live life with the marshmallows and pancakes that you love like I mentioned later on in this podcast um, <laughs> This is like an episode of Lost. We're going like back. With, this always happened. We're just experiencing it now for the first time. <laughs> so I believe that them going for pancakes and then sidetracking it to that area where they're at a bunch of police buildings in which he's discussing his work a little bit with her more. Mm-hmm. That I felt like was I'm no longer talking to my kid. I'm talking to my daughter who's becoming a young lady. Mm-hmm. That was like the, you know. I don't want to say puberty, but that was him. I feel like accepting her into the um, you're no longer a kid and you just saw this dramatic experience.
2: Yeah.
1: You're no longer sheltered, coddled, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. You've been exposed. Yeah. So let me let me take you out into the world a little bit and let's have a real father, you know, father, daughter time. And, you know, he's also, you know, he's fixing his life. You know, we forget, mm-hmm. he, we started the season, he just got out of rehab or whatever, or, you know, just yeah. did a st- rehab and was a drinker. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he, I'm sure he had a lot of time to think about this when he was flushing out and getting clean. And, you know, this is important to him now. He seems like a different guy, a genuine guy. He's not, he right now in this, at this point in the season, he's got the slick hotshot lawyer i thought he was gonna be yeah. he's becoming a family man again yeah. and i'm like yeah. oh okay now i now yeah. i care about him so now now this stinks because now i care about him <laughs> yeah because you know, yeah. he's really nice, he's not a bad guy under the surface
0: yeah no that's true and that that very much that's true yeah but to answer she's... your
1: question yeah he brought her into the adult world a little bit there
0: yeah yeah she he, that just seeing that you know that guy die just sort of makes you age a little bit right away once you've seen something like that so yeah he's kind of talking to her on a different level now but I just wanted to make sure she got her pancakes I'm, I'm down with the discussion and father-daughter and all that but I'm like I still got to make sure she gets her pancakes that you know
1: she I, got her pancakes trust okay. me
0: okay okay and one thing before we talk about our um, person of interest for the episode we, one thing we didn't talk about um, Mickey goes to see has another like update conference with um, Judge Holder and so he's it, it's kind of funny because he's running late and she makes him oh yeah she finds him yeah she finds him he's gonna have to write a check and he's like well i don't have a check and 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 he's like and she's like well yeah it needs to be a check you know like like she's, she's no excuses with her and he's like oh i'll call my office you know so he she has a list of charities she recommends so yeah he's gotta pay uh pay up for being late pay to a charity and she brings up that her husband I think his name is mitch lester he's a defense attorney and she mentions that he saw mickey at the bar when they were having Jerry Vincent's memorial. And so Mickey's first thought is, oh no, he thinks I was, you know, drinking or you know falling off the wagon. And he's um telling her, you know, oh, by the way, you know, I, I wasn't drinking. I have, you know, I can get paperwork that shows you I'm still doing well and everything. She's like, no, 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 that's that's not necessary. But it was just sort of an, an interesting conversation. Do you remember and did anything else come up when they're talking?
1: Not that I can recall right now.
0: Yeah. I mean I think she's basically pleased with how the you know you're yeah.
1: Working. Um. Yeah. Is this was basically just um, a a meeting greet? How's it going? He assures her that he's you know on track handling all his clients. You know,
0: mm-hmm. kinda, of base, yeah.
1: I felt like it was a probation. You know, like when you meet when the people meet with the probation officer, i have to get mm-hmm. out of jail and they got to like be nice and they have to explain to them like all the good they're doing. To yeah. or when you meet your tax guy, yeah. you got to be like, I did charity here and I doing great here and I gave money here. Like, you know giving money hbo is not paying paying your cable bill is not charity you know there's <laughs> stuff like that you know
0: yeah it is it's like he's talking to his parole officer That's kind
1: of yes the way he's the way he's explaining it to her it's like you know the way we would talk to like an adult figure or yeah. uh you know um authority figure
0: yeah he's definitely he's a defense attorney and he's definitely on the defense he's trying to yes
1: yes the- it's like yeah. yeah he's not comfortable like he is in, in the world he's very you know on edge and you know what though at the end of the day you shouldn't have been late bro
0: Shouldn't have been late. Shouldn't have been late. There you go. So after all this, who's your person of interest? Who really stood out to you in the episode? Did something that made a big difference or in your
1: mind? Um, Definitely not. Definitely off. I I didn't see a lot of Cisco this episode, which tells me I'm going to see a lot of Cisco next episode, especially considering that phone call
0: mm-hmm.
1: with Mickey when he asked him about why is he representing this guy? Yeah. And he's like, I've been representing the bikers for years and years and years mm-hmm. since before you even. Yeah. So... Um, yeah, I think that that story is going to pop up at some point in one of these next two episodes. So right. I think that that to me, cause I like Cisco. He's like, he's probably yeah. my favorite. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I'm curious to see how, what happens now. And, you know, if this affects Cisco and Mickey, cause at the end of the day, I really think if it came down to it, Cisco would crush Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like, I hope they don't get on the outs. Cause there's a lot of, there's a lot of, you know, I hope they're more like, I see, we don't know their history, history. Yeah. So I hope they're really more like family members and, mm-hmm. you know, brother-in-laws like who love each other and not like, you know, you're, you're with my ex-wife, you know, kind of deal.
0: Yeah.
1: But we yeah. don't we, we, we think that, but we don't have that confirmed yet.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So, like I said, I just kind of Cisco. That's my guy.
0: No, that's good, because that kind of opened up another story for you that you're anxious to. Yes. To hear more about. I'm going to have to give it to Haley, because like like we talked about just her being real and just being practical, common sense. A lot more FaceTime talking. for her, too. Yeah, yeah, more FaceTime for her in this episode. And just, you know, sometimes out of the, you know, mouths of babes or whatever, you know, she's just, she's not in court. She's not trying to defend someone. She's not have political motivations. She just says it how like old it is. is she? She's 13.
1: Okay, so you're telling me Lincoln Lawyer season seven when she's 19 and gets her first boyfriend and me and Jay are here arguing about how no one's good for our
0: Haley. For R. Haley, that's right. Yep. I can see that coming. Yeah. But no, just the fact that she didn't have any other sort of influences. She was just talking off the cuff. You know, why would you want to go so fast? And she made so much
1: sense. Yeah, it made so much
0: (laughs) sense. It was crystal clear. And of course, even though it's not news that Mickey wanted to hear or uh, a reveal or, you know, finding that he wanted to find, you know, what she had to say made it click for him. And then, you know, confronted Trevor that, okay, y'all have bribed a juror. And now there's these this Russian mafia group involved that could be threatening my family. And I can't even quit. So I find out something bad, and now I can't even quit. Um, so things went from bad to worse after his talk with Haley, but it was it definitely pointed him in the, the right direction for figuring things out. So Haley is my answer for that one. All right, now we're going to do another game. And since Jay is not here, we got a yes. great- <laughs> a great pinch hitter, our friend Mike Martini. You may know him from the Bosch Pit and the Lincoln Lawyer Lounge, which is a space group dedicated to the Lincoln Lawyer. It's a lot of fun. And he also does trivia. Can so, I make this simpler?
1: If you yeah. don't know who Mike is already and you listen to this podcast,
0: what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Come on, guys. Come on. So, hey everybody,
2: how's it going tonight?
0: So thank you, Mike, for joining for this. And, and he doesn't even know a whole lot about what the game is. So he's he's a trooper. Um, mystery game mystery game so come on so all right well it's a similar to family feud but instead of survey says it's going to be tracy says so you're trying Uh you're trying to get in my head you're trying to think how i would answer and of course we can't let our games run on for 30 minutes so there are only two answers a top answer and then a second answer and oh, yes, if you get the top answer, you get 10 points. For the second answer, you get five points. So you may just, nice. you, may, you may get one and the other person get the other. But the, uh, our initial buzzer saying your name is that's just to start out with who is going to take the first crack at it. First topic Tracy says a character on the Lincoln Lawyer that frustrates Tracy is Bing PPI. Okay. Pete's going, he's, he's got an answer. What's your answer? I'm going to say Trevor Elliott. That is one of the answers. Okay. You get 10 points because that was the first answer. This gives you an opportunity to name the second character on my list that frustrates me. If you don't get it right, we go over to Mike. Pete. I'm going <laughs> <Okay>. oh, <great.
2: laughs> to pass. Okay. Over to Mike. Running, Let's see your Person that frustrates you.
0: Mm-hmm. a character that frustrates me
2: frustrates you i have to say ted
0: ted oh that was the not biker. the answer that's a good 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 choice but that was uh, not the answer all right we go back to pete one more time if pete gets it that's great if not we go on to the next one
1: i, I okay i can't remember his name but i can tell you who he is you know who i'm talking about the prosecutor that's going up against mickey
0: oh jeff Golance. Yes. Another good answer, but not the top two. Okay. okay. For five points, you could have received five points if one of you had said Detective Lankford.
2: Oh. I've, I've,
0: I've, t- I've talked a lot on the podcast about how he frustrates me and annoys me. All right. Well, now it goes over to Mike. You get the first crack at this. Tracy says a food that Tracy does not like that's mentioned in The Lincoln Lawyer. You get the first uh, crack at it, Mike.
2: Is it uh, those uh, tacos?
0: Yeah, yeah. Mickey and Izzy are eating some type of goat goat meat tacos. So yes. yes, the goat tacos. Ten points for that. I don't. I'm not a big fan of meat. So there's a clue right there. Ten points for Mike. Can you get number two? The second answer, Mike. A food that's been mentioned on The Lincoln Lawyer that Tracy does not like.
2: Now, I can't remember if it was episode or if it was in the first six episodes, but it wasn't the quinoa salad with beets that uh, that Mickey Haller throws oh, away that Lorna offered him.
0: That is, a good, that is a good answer, but not the one we're looking for. Not in the top two. Okay. All right. We switch over to Pete to see if he can come up with number two.
1: I just want to say a quinoa salad with beet sounds amazing. Um, I like salads. I'm a salad guy. I have no clue, honestly, but I'm going to take my best guess with a food that nobody likes. I'm going to say liver and onions.
0: <laughs> I, don't, I, I would not want that either, but I don't think they mentioned it. Okay. The second answer was steak. From They went to Taylor's Steakhouse. Oh, okay. yeah. So Tracy doesn't like steak? I, I, I remember I mentioned I gave you a hint. I'm not a big fan of meat. So. That's a trick question.
2: Everybody likes steak. <laughs> Unless you're like a that, but I think food. I think all the foods that Mickey has has some, some kind of variation of meat in it. <laughs> yeah, he's a meat guy.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it makes it makes
1: doesn't it he fun. have like the chef's stay open an extra yeah, hour in the restaurant the, if he wants the, dinner? The, yeah. Yeah, like he's obviously getting something expensive.
0: Okay. Well, it's back to Pete's turn. Mm-hmm. So number three. I'm gonna switch it up. Tracy says. A food that Tracy likes that's mentioned on The Lincoln Lawyer. I'm, I'm going to say quinoa, quinoa salad with beets. <laughs> <laughs> that was not one of the answers. Over to you, Mike. Ooh,
2: over to me. Um Shoot, I can't remember what they were. Was it what Lorna was eating in episode one when Mickey couldn't finish his food because he had to rush off to court? I can't remember what she was yeah. eating
0: though. I don't know what that was—sandwich or, some or something—and and, and that is not the answer. But okay. uh, remember, it doesn't have to be a food we actually saw. You know, could be oh, mentioned. You know. All right, so we're going to go back over to Pete. Try again. A food mentioned on The Lincoln Lawyer that Tracy liked. It okay, might have been well, mentioned in this episode, Pete. I know again? you watch the episode.
1: I have no idea, but in memory for my man, Jay, uh-huh. a.k.a. Jay Elliott, <laughs> who can't be here with us, I'm going to say tacos with extra sour cream.
0: Ah, well, that, I, that is a good choice. <laughs> Definitely, a, you know, because of Jay. Not but the no. right choice, but a good choice. A good, right. <laughs> the two I had listed were pancakes, which are mentioned in this episode and cannoli i like a good cannoli
1: i didn't even realize that yep think about that one
2: uh
0: let's just do a score update it's tied 10 and 10 wow nice now it is over to mike yay mike <laughs> tracy says who are her top two favorite characters on the lincoln lawyer oh, so
2: ah i got I, I know this one lorna
0: Ten points for Mike. Okay,
2: nice.
0: and Can I go.
2: You, with, I go for the you, second. Yeah, one, right? yeah. You
0: go for the second one.
2: I'm gonna go with um, Cisco.
0: Hmm, he's, he's a good choice. Back Sorry. to you, Pete.
2: Gotta go, with Mickey.
0: Mickey for five ah. points. He was there my number
2: go. three guess, but oh,
0: okay. <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all are on top of this one. I like it. All right, Pete. It's back to your starting go. Which character? Tracy says on The Lincoln Lawyer is best at keeping a secret.
1: Um, I don't know what Tracy says, but I know what Pete says. And Pete says Cisco.
0: You got that is the a second choice. Five points for Pete. And can you get the other one that Tracy listed? Um, so my top answer. I'm going to go uh, Mickey's ex-wife. Yeah. My answer is Maggie. Good answer, but not Cause he, cause on he the trust board. her.
1: I don't know if you trusted her like he trusts yeah. her.
0: Yeah not as much as this other person that I've put down. So, all right, Mike, you get a chance to go for the 10 point person.
2: Sounds good, I'm gonna try with uh, Jerry Vincent.
0: Ooh, not on the board, Darn. but but good try. I put Izzy.
1: Oh, I didn't even think about Izzy. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, Izzy would have gotten you 10 points. All right, back over to Mike for the starting point. Top two answers on the board. Tracy says her favorite legal term in the Lincoln Lawyer series. Ooh,
2: favorite l- legal term?
0: Mm-hmm. Any sort uh, of word, term. A legal objection. Word term. Yes. Ten <laughs> points. Ten points. That was a
1: total guess. <laughs> that wasn't even like when he gets the cool
0: trivia answer, right? Because he knows it. That was a guess. <laughs> it was a good guess. It was a good guess. guess All right. right. Good guess. You have a chance to go for the second answer.
2: All right. So if the first one's objection, I'm going to say second one is sustained.
0: Nope. Good try. Over to you, Pete.
1: See, he oh. went for a match and set that. I'm going to go outside did. the box and I'm going to say magic bullet.
0: Oh, that's a good one. But right? No, that's a really good one. That is I should a good get some one.
1: points for just being so good. You didn't even think of it. That's how for, good it was. You should get points <laughs> for
0: creativity.
1: Tracy didn't say that. That's how good it was.
0: The other <laughs> one was discovery. I'm fascinated with how, what how evidence has to go into discovery and the different rules. All right. So that was discovery. And now we're back over to Pete.
1: Yo, yo, that's me.
0: What up? Pete (laughs) P.I. You have the first shot at this one. Well, let's do a score update. Let's do a score update. Pete P.I. is at 20 points. Mike is at 30 points. Oh, boy. So you have to get (laughs) uh, one, the top one to tie, or if you get both for the win... Pete, Tracy says,
1: wait a minute, can't this be like when Jay's the host and it's worth like 100 billion points and it doesn't matter what we did for the last
0: 20 minutes of the game? I I know, I thought about that when I was doing this (laughs) game. I was like, how he just, you know, changes the rules all the time. All right, last
1: one, I'm going to get both right and take it home. Let's go.
0: All right, top two answers on the board. Tracy says, the best dressed character on The Lincoln Lawyer is... So now normally I would,
1: I I, see, I I don't think Tracy's going to repeat the same people as answers. So it's got to be somebody who hasn't been put as an answer yet. Hmm. That's hard. um,
0: Mickey's got style. I'm going to go with Mickey. Mickey, top answer. 10 points. It is tied, folks. It is tied. 30-30. If Pete can get the second person best dressed, according to me, I'm the Lincoln lawyer for the win. If not, we go over to Mike for the win. well normally i would say jerry
1: vinton because you know people get buried in very fancy suits (laughs) however you didn't see that suit so you definitely didn't mention that suit our answer is going to be next person with money i would uh, my best guess
2: is going to be trevor elliott he's got Uh, money
0: buzzer buzzer sound effect all right it's tied 30 30 mike can you take the win
2: okay i got uh two separate guesses so i'm gonna go with my first choice and that's lorna
0: Mer, buzzer sound effect. Oh, yeah. it's a tie. I had Izzy. I think she's got great style.
2: oh well, my second choice was going to be Maggie, so I would have been uh, would have lost okay. a a, or would have. I t- would have went with. There a tie is there yeah, a tiebreaker? Is there a tiebreaker? I would went with Langford
1: oh, as a second I, choice because he's always I, sometimes he's dressed in like a suit when he goes to meet Mickey out. He mm-hmm. looks like he's dressed. Yeah, you know. Oh, there so. are a
0: lot of there are a lot of nicely dressed. <clears>
1: but this so was who Tracy said.
0: Yes, this is Tracy says. All right, I.
1: I have a weird tiebreaker option that's out of the realm and crazy. You pick two numbers, right? Once for me and once for Mike. Then you call Jay live and tell Jay to pick one of the numbers, and whoever he picks is the winner.
0: Did he come answer the phone?
1: <laughs> it's worth the shot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> pick two numbers, you know, like three and six. I'm, I'm whatever, Mike's whatever. And Jay just picks one of those two, and that's your winner. Totally out of our hands.
0: Okay, let's, let's do start. it. All right, Pete, your number is 362, and Mike. Your number is 263. Okay. Nice. All right, we're going to call Jay here.
1: Hopefully he can read this.
0: It's it's the funniest, the
1: phone. Yeah, funniest thing I could think of is that. So let's see if it works.
0: Long speaker. This can't be good. <laughs> yes. You picked up. Yes. <laughs> nice. Okay. We need you to, we're doing a game and we just need you to do the tiebreaker. Um, okay. you, you, there's no wrong answer. So just go for it. I need you to pick a number. I'm going to give you two choices. And I don't know, I don't care what your criteria is, why you pick which number, but you you pick one of them and that's going to assign our winner. Okay. The numbers are 263 and the other number is 362. Oh, that is not fair. You know why? Why? Because if you
2: add up the digits of both, they both equal 11. That's not cool. <laughs>
0: first one because it added up to eleven but so does the second one. It's another tie. No I'm just choice <laughs> <laughs> Which was three hundred and sixty two. PPI PI for the win. Oh that was good a good job. game me- guys. Good right. game Mike. That
2: yeah. was fun.
0: <laughs> Thanks, Jay. Bye. Not
1: not only did that just make my day because did not did Jay not only break our tiebreaker, he just picked me. So he it made you. me even more exactly. mad. Yeah.
0: That's right, Jay. That is crazy. Well, you both did a great job. 30 points, 30 points, just over the top with Jay's number pick. All right. Well, thanks for coming on with us, Mike, taking the time to do our silly game. Uh, you did a good job. Good job Could have gone either way. Thank right?
2: you. Maybe next time. We'll see. Maybe next time.
0: <laughs> it's time for trivia. What do you have for us this week, PPI?
1: Okay, real quick, real simple. Mike is also joining us for this one because, you know, he's the trivia guy. Mm-hmm. So when, when Cisco's dog is eating the food on top of the paper in episode six and he picks up the dog and wipes the paper he sees that mickey has a meeting with harold and on that same paper that he's looking at what is the time of the second arraignment on the um on the seventh
0: <laughs> boy
2: you really love the number trivias don't you he does. yeah oh, he does. let's see here.
0: i'll go with 9
2: 30 a.m oh that like. was gonna be my choice no i'm kidding <laughs> i'll go with uh 2.30 in the afternoon. Wow.
1: You guys could have both been slightly off by the most. Um, It was 12 p.m. actually. It was the second arraignment <laughs> no, on the 7th. Right Two-part trivia question. What day of the week was the 7th?
0: I'm going to go with Tuesday.
2: I'll Mike, go with
1: uh, Thursday. You're both slightly off. It's Monday.
0: Do <laughs> uh, you have any of those, those good trivia questions that I can get right?
2: I think I might have one what is Lorna's dog's name? Winston. Yes.
0: Good job. Mm-hmm. You got one, Tracy. Congrats. One. Yay. Thank you.
2: Yay. Very cool. Very cool. Well, I appreciate um, you guys having me on for the trivia yeah. to this week, too. So thank oh, you course. very much. That was thank fun. you, Mike. Check you later. No problem. You guys Goodbye. have a good rest of your day.
0: You too. Thanks. All right, man. We did trivia. We did our game.
2: This was like one of the best
1: podcasts ever. We had no Jay. We had a visit <laughs> from Mike. I won the game because of Jay like it it couldn't be any sweeter
0: this is quite in your favor yes well and definitely stay tuned because we have more show notes from showrunner ted humphrey to talk about specifically about this episode so that'll be up next but that's up for us for now see you next time
1: bye everybody hey there how are you
0: i'm doing well thank you thanks for coming on for this a little bit about episode six i had i wasn't sure what tony walsh Gives to Mickey at the fundraiser. I mean, I know some lab reports, but did Mickey specifically ask for those? I know, I know Mickey wanted Cisco to contact Tony Walsh, the other attorney, yes. but what, what happened there? I just need a little.
2: It, it's the report where the lab technician got the report kicked out of thrown out of the other case because he had messed up the results, right?
0: Okay. He, what okay. Tony
2: Walsh says to Mickey is they accidentally copied this in my discovery because right? that was Tony Walsh's case.
0: Okay. Let's talk a little bit about Maggie's job and how it it's seems a little dangerous, I guess is the best way to say it. sometimes is that the way she is approaching her, her job and her, passion and commitment to it. Is that normally expected of a prosecutor in the DA's office? Or is this specifically Maggie? Because it just seems like she's getting in harm's way a little bit to me.
2: Sure. A little bit of both. I mean prosecutors do sometimes have, you know, they're they're not cops. They're not right. We never we never depict her as like running around with a gun or anything. Right, right, right. But they do go on drive rounds with cops and they okay. sometimes you know get out and like go to the evidence collection i know prosecutors who've had death threats made against them and their family mm-hmm. because of people they put away I made mean, it's dangerous it can be a dangerous job yeah
0: yeah, yeah. okay yeah definitely some of both